Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Aren't we starting the next hour? That's what I thought. And now, from the mayor's of office. Here. Well, you had a urgent house. job. <laughs> On the east shore. Obviously, you, where you, were you? Left you discombobulated. Oh, I was down in payroll. Chris Reavers, director of Thank you for Adelone's. John Hyde. Thank you for Adelone's Ace Hardware Stores. Yesterday, and one on Grand. Coffee. Well, mine's at Grand and Dale. You were in the McAllister campus. I'm Grand and uh, Fireworks Commissioner and Keeper of Common Sense. Your mayor, Joe Souchere. Is it polite to talk over his voice? I don't sure. Even know. Still one of my favorite Saturday morning sports talk stories. What? When you and the Rook had uh, run-ins over at the uh, the meeting room over there. Oh, yeah. The meeting room. <laughs> I, I don't ran, have any clue what you're talking about. I ran in there real quick, and you just started laughing. <laughs> I don't. You'll have to tell me later. I, okay. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. No idea. I can't do this. No. I'll never forget it, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not. It's. Well, whisper it in my ear. You don't remember that? I, I do now. Yes, yes, that was. <laughs> because it was, it was funny. Where is everybody? Right. Why am I always left out of everything? <laughs> no, you're okay, Pat. You're good. Okay. Hey, my pillow founder, Mike Lindell, he's yes. got another great product, and uh, I want you to consider this in case you're thinking you're going to spend a couple of grand on a new mattress. Try the My Pillow mattress topper. It's made up of three unique layers designed to provide superior support. It distributes your body weight for ultimate comfort, regulates your body temperature. That's very smart for me because I don't like to sleep when it's hot out. So don't spend thousands on a new mattress. Rejuvenate your mattress with a MyPillow mattress topper. MyPillow mattress toppers have a 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee, and they come in seven sizes from Twin to Cal King. And Mike is extending a special offer to GL Podcast listeners now through December 31st. You can save 30% on any size MyPillow mattress topper and get two MyPillow standard pillows when you enter the promo GL at checkout. 30% off and two standard MyPillows. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the Mattress Topper button on the homepage, and enter the promotional code GL at checkout. And those uh, uh, mattress toppers have a removable cover that is washable and dryable. See, I could say the word. That's exactly I what word. I need. Yeah. I hate being hot in bed. I, I do, too. I, I, I put my feet outside of the uh, the covers. I know just all so about it. Oh. Are you a Megan Kelly fan? I don't know much about her. I uh, uh, Something about her uh, bothers me. Oh, I don't know what. Uh, she's very attractive. Yeah, no, I... Um, I don't know what it is. Okay. Apparently, she's getting canned, huh? And her... Uh, well... They have to pay her the $69 million on the remaining part of her contract. Wow. That's a nice I didn't contract. know that. Someone just won the Powerball. Yeah. A- apparently, she uh, angered Today viewers and NBC colleagues by defending blackface Halloween costumes. Yeah, yeah was, she was really an was idiot really at there. They're at a round table. Yeah. And she said... So you know about this? Did yes. you see it? Mm-hmm. I, I, I saw the video. It was on it. in your home, I bet. Uh, no, I didn't see it. I saw it uh, scouring the news. And she, she had tried to... She said uh, her point was around Halloween it should be excused to dress up in blackface or dress up in whiteface, and it just didn't come across. Um, it was it should just be don't dress up in blackface, period. So, 
it's another topic apparently that could never be discussed. There's no there's no safe way to discuss it. In other words, uh, there's no safe way to discuss it. There's no safe way to defend her, even though I knew what she was trying to get. Her point was, it's Halloween. You get you should be able to just dress up. My I guess my first thought when I saw the story break was. Number one, why, why the hell was this a topic to begin with? Because it it had the smell of we're trying to set somebody up to look foolish here. Well, my my position on that would be why in the hell is that a topic if we think you're worth sixty nine million dollars? Why aren't you talking about something meaningful? True, yeah. Okay. Because I, I thought, well, why, hell? why are they breaking this down? Yeah. This is dumb. She's getting paid though the balance of her contract. Apparently, after well, she's the one that said. You know, something, uh, she tried to excuse it. You know what she has? Hmm. A good agent. I guess so. A sign seal delivered. She said, I defended the idea of blackface, saying that as long as it was respectful and part of a Halloween costume, that it seemed okay. Well, I was wrong, and I'm sorry. All right. And then the likes of Al Roker um, came on and talked about um, why blackface was done. It was done to mock. It was done to... You know, make uh, African Americans look stupid and silly. Well, is it a? It's a. It's vaude. <laughs> is it vaudevillian? Yeah, but they. You know, they'd have the vote. Yes, boy. You know, they would. Oh yeah, they Amos would, and Andy type stuff. Yeah, it would just. Um, it really was not. It was not accurate. It was. It was stupid. It should just. It sh- blackface should just go away. Well, plus uh, nobody should be doing that. I, I'm reasonably unaware of. I don't know of any Halloween kids that have ever come to the door in blackface. I don't think it's commonly done. Uh, I have never seen it. No. I've never or had it. I'm trying to think when OJ. Do black kids ever do whiteface? I doubt it. I've never well, the, seen that. The only time I've ever seen it was when, remember the Randy Moss co- f- uh, mask? Yes. That was the only time I ever saw it here. But that it, was a mask. But that was a mask, And yeah. the, You know, it had the, 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 uh, the black markings to... Uh, to draw the the light, oh, well, the know? sun, the sun shading, right? Yeah, but that was a mask, and I've never. I'm trying to think during the OJ trial, if uh, there were some creative people that uh, tried to go out on Halloween as OJ with, uh, you know, the knife or the 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 glove and so forth. But I don't remember. That would have been charming, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would. It's not a very creative costume, mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Halloween's next Wednesday night. What are you gonna be? I'm not going to be anything. You got your Halloween candy? I might go Kenny. I might go Kenny. No! Just turn no, off all the no, lights and no. pretend nobody's home. No. <laughs> Plus, I know what your house looks like on Halloween. Mm-hmm. You know, it's festive. Everybody's over there. No, not really. Not anymore? No. One time you came and threw water on me. Yeah, that was a bad experiment. That yeah. that one didn't. I remember when I, I did that. I well, had you had some magic trick, but it didn't work. I had magic powder from the magic store at the Mall of America. Yeah. And you, you poured... The, this powder into a cup before, and then you took some water and poured it into the cup, and it would it would solidify after ten seconds, yeah. and then you pretend to throw it at someone, and there's no water in it. Well, I got everybody around and went over to Suta's house, <laughs> got everybody around. It was Halloween night, and it, it, your house was festive that night. Mm-hmm. And I said, everybody, watch me do this trick to Joe. Watch this fun trick. And I don't know if I didn't put enough powder in, but I did all the thing and the powder. And then I went, what do you think of that, Joe? And threw it at him and splat all over his shirt. <laughs> and he's looking at me going, what? he looks down at his chest and goes, what's the trick? Yeah. What the hell are you doing? 
I mean, it was better that it didn't work you know, because he sat there like a sap going. You are the guy what? that would spend 30 bucks on a magic trick at the mall. Oh, of America. It was fa- but it worked every other time. I don't know what I did wrong that I time. I still regret. Must I have been too hammered. To this day, I still <laughs> to this day I still regret. I'm gonna put Megan aside. I really yeah. don't. I have to get out the world's smallest violin for somebody who's still gonna get paid sixty nine right. mil. Uh I still regret to this day missing out on what could have been the greatest prank ever played in the history of pranks. And it was the night Rookie uh, was going to debut his wax hands oh, industry. Oh, yeah. And he was calling over friends and neighbors. A dry to pra- run. To practice. A dry to, run. To practice doing it. And there happens to be a guy uh, at the church I go to has, who has a prosthetic, a pr- a prosthetic <laughs> hand. Prosthetic. Prosthetic hand. And I don't know him well enough uh, had I known him and thought of it, I would have said, would you please come to this thing? And here's what we're going to do. You dip your hand in there, and you leave the hand in there when you pull your arm out. <laughs> it would have been great. Yeah, I probably would have closed up shop. It would have been just. It would have been just Would that have great. taken place before or after you had become an investor of said uh, of said venture? Well, no, that was way before. That was the, okay. that yeah, was that, the, was that was the opening night. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Say the twins... Uh, Got a new manager, huh? You know, <clears throat> solidified. I'm saddened by this news. Why? Who did you want? I don't care who they hired. Oh. Um, but it uh, it marks a sad day in my life because for the first time ever, I am now older than the Twins manager. Oh, really? really? Remember, I, I've made that jump along. Well, no, no. Have I? You're not uh, older than Gardner. This is uh, Rocco Baldelli. Rocco Baldelli, once a very highly touted prospect in the Rays organization. I thought you couldn't make a hire during the World Series. That's a great point. I thought you couldn't do this during the World Series. You're not they have that rule for mm-hmm. real. Well, mm-hmm. because they don't want uh they don't well, this is an off day today. Yeah, but I, I thought you couldn't make trades. I, I did or, too. You're right. Yeah. I th- I thought that was a rule. So maybe they can't make it official. That's a great point, Joe, because that has been in the past. In fact, when Molitor was officially hired, they waited until after the World Series was done. Yeah. I'm having a hard time getting into this series. You know, I was watching the game last night. I've had it on both nights. Yeah, even myself. I'm. It's ten o'clock, and it's in the sixth inning. And I, and I do. It's it's crazy because it's not my problem. But I just keep thinking, okay, you got your ten year old kid there. Mm-hmm. It's eleven thirty at night, and you're at about the top of the eighth. Right. Come on. And, and for me personally, I, I, I once the Brewers got eliminated, I was. I was turned off because I really and Pat would and I would argue about this all the time back when that the imbalance in baseball is a huge, huge problem. And now here you got two of the three highest payrolls in baseball going at it. Well, the rest of the country has a tough time getting into that from in my opinion. And at least at least but at least when they get back to LA, it'll be five o'clock starts LA time. True. It's better for the fans. It, true, yeah. but it, it's all because of television. Of course it unfortunately. Is. Of course it is. And 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 then what you'll get is you'll get the shadows yeah, I at love Dodger that. Stadium, which is pretty cool. Let me see if the uh, it even made sh- it. Oh, shadows from the sun. Mm-hmm. Did time of game even make it? Uh, I have it. In the I box score? I got it. it. Here. So uh, today's well, it off- wasn't bad last night. What was it? 3-12. Okay. That's, that's not bad. No, and it was a 4-2 to two ball game. It was actually a pretty good game with... Decent pitching, mm-hmm. but yeah, it just it's the it's the pace and the uh, I don't know it. 
Maybe if they go Sixers plus two, the Red Sox are going to win this thing in five games. I mean, the Dodgers don't have a chance. Hmm. Is the um, is the bloom off the rose as far as rooting for good old Boston? And oh, hey, I, I I I was all in on the Dodgers because I can't stand the Red Sox. I'm not a big Dodger fan either. I mean, I don't care who wins, but I'm 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 done with the the Boston charm of we're underdogs. I, I the uh, the Brewers would have been something to root for. That would have yes, been awesome. I would have rooted for the Brewers. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Rocco Baldelli. Yes, sir. Uh, how old is he? Thirty-seven. Oh, years good old. lord! Yeah. Do you feel different that he's he's an outsider? He's. Uh... I do like the fact that they, for the first time they went outside the organization in some time that they went outside the organization. I I, I think it's good to bring in new ideas, and this is the, this is new baseball where you're going to get a young guy to try to implement the. With with the philosophy of the new regime and all of that, um, was he a, a front office guy with Tampa Bay? He was a was he a roving instructor? or Was he a minor league manager? He was he was in Tampa Bay's here. I have system. Here. I have it here. Uh, he spent the last four years on the staff of Tampa Bay manager Kevin yeah. Cash. Mm-hmm. For four seasons prior to that, he was a special assistant in the front office of the team that drafted him sixth overall in two thousand out of his high school in Rhode Island. Baldelli debuted with the Rays at the age 21 in 03. He finished third in the American League Rookie of the Year award voting. Batted 289, 51 extra base hits, and 27 stolen bases. But then he was hounded, hounded by injuries most yeah. of his career. Mm. Uh, he was first base coach for a couple of years, uh, and then he was major league field coordinator. He assisted cash and bench coach Charlie Montoyo during the game, worked with the outfielders, and focused on the continued development of the team's young players. I forget who tweeted it out, but it was a pretty good line where I, someone said, oh, we're just going to pretend like Rocco Baldelli doesn't sound like an adult film star name. Yeah, it really does, doesn't it? <laughs> who, uh, what about the um, the twins firing these uh, scouts? Uh, uh, are some, is, it, is this the new regime, that the new GM? Yeah, or? sometimes they take a year or two to to see who they want to keep, see who they want to get rid of. It's not really all that uncommon. And and even when, when front offices haven't changed, you, you see changes all the time with scouts, advanced scouts, and whatever. I'm sure uh, Molitor will be fine and land on his feet. I hope he gets hired by the Blue and, Jays. Uh, but I think, I think it's great. absolutely preposterous uh, to think that you need uh, a younger manager uh, to accommodate the mindset of the younger player. B as in B, S as in S. Hmm. You know that ray of hope I was going to give you? Yeah. I'm saving it till the very last segment today. This is the mayor of Garage Logic on Halloween candy. Uh, have you ever thought about the phrase trick or treat? I, I think this year I'm going to exercise my, uh, uh, my franchise there and say when a kid says trick or treat, money or eat, I'm going to grill the kid. What what exactly do you mean? I mean, are you going to do the trick? Do I have the treat? Who has the money? Who's going to eat the stuff? I'm very I've been confused about it for a long time and I uh, I think this Halloween there is a time for uh, the older people and the younger people to finally reach uh, some sort of uh, may I say it, closure on this. This is your mayor, Joe Sushi. Yeah, I like a Joe Sushi Show. 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 Jo
Well, we got into it yesterday, giving Kenny some grief. Because Kenny was lamenting the fact that he came in from the Krabby Coffee Shop to do yesterday's show, and he was missing the corn harvest. Yes. In fact, via the text, he had an interesting way to describe driving back to the Twin Cities. Mm -hmm. The what? He called it something different than the Twin Cities. Ah, yes. The Twitties. All right. Well, the emails poured in. I'll see. And uh, one guy said, Attach, please find a video link that will show you what Kenny was talking about. Mm. And I went to the video link, and it did not respond. That's from John Thorpe. Corn harvest video clip. I couldn't find it. Okay. Don't people realize that, you know, part of that yesterday was a bit? We're not that that stupid, are we? Well, I kind of. My questions were... From the heart. Uh, Brent writes, uh, I feel uh, for poor Kenny trying to explain the whole harvest thing to these idiots. I am currently helping a friend near Fargo doing sugar beet harvest. You think corn harvest is something to watch? Come and see the beet harvest in the Red River Valley. There are thousands and thousands of trucks on the road. As for how hard this stuff is to drive, the equipment is damn near drives itself. Cylinder count. In the field... I am at right now, there is about 74, give or take a few, cylinders. To keep them all fed, there is an old single-axle bulk tanker truck that would have been used to deliver fuel oil or heating fuel to houses back in the day. Filled with diesel, it will last a couple of days to two weeks of beet harvest. Related to this, a number of years ago, a bicycle rider wrote a letter to the editor complaining about all the truck traffic at one of the polling stations and how it was disrupting his routine. Yes, there are euphorians even up here. So Uh, wait, how would they get the... Okay, sugar beets grow above ground. Would they? S- Don't complicate things. Well, no. I'm trying to think. What 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 apparatus would you use to harvest the sugar beets? I'm unfamiliar. corn. I understand corn. I understand. I'm unfamiliar with sugar beets. Sugar beets seem. Well, don't like- take us down this road again. Sugar beets seem like they would be wet. Go on it, Reavers. So they would stick. How would you okay. get the? What do you mean they'd stick? A beet, a beet is uh, juicy, so that it seems like it would clog. How would you get the sugar beets off the truck? I don't know. I, I Corn don't is know. dry. Corn, you you run her through and you're good. Uh, Scott writes, listening, to our, listening to our two from yesterday, you guys need an education on farming. Have you guys ever considered doing a remote podcast? Come on down to Utica, Minnesota halfway between Winona and Rochester on Highway 14, and see how someone from GL does modern-day farming. Yeah, all right. We got a number of invites. Sure. Okay, those remotes cost money, people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Welcome to Corn Corner. I'm your host. Uh, Ken writes, guys, I hate to correct Kenny, but I grew up eating field corn. By this time of year, it's all dried out, but in midsummer, it tastes fine. See, so my question wasn't that dumb. So during its peak. Well, he's the emailer is right. But you wouldn't eat field corn right now. Well, he said he didn't say right now. He said I grew up eating field no, corn. No, but the way it was phrased no. yesterday was rookie asked it, asked, "Can you eat that right now?" Right, mm-hmm. like you could a, a a cob of sweet corn. Ray writes, "Like Kenny, there are times when I find myself yelling at the radio. Well, my phone, I guess. And one of those was today when you idiots were trying to talk about the corn harvest." <laughs> Kenny is exactly right. It really is an awesome thing to behold, and I think you would all do well to have an off-site broadcast from someone's farm to ride in a combine, grain cart, tractor, and semi-truck hauling grain into town to see what it's all about. 
Unfortunately, most of the grain is out around here in Stevens County, so I can't offer. But I guarantee any GL farmers listening would be more than happy to host you for an afternoon. If you're not able to get out to somebody's farm, at least take a few minutes to view a video like this one that shows exactly what Kenny was talking about. A beautiful big green combine harvesting corn, unloading on the go into a huge auger wagon, a.k.a. grain cart, dumping into semis at the end of the field, pretty much like the whole shebang. With regard to fire pits, I thought Joe might be interested in knowing that there are smokeless fire pits that work amazingly well. I've sat around one. And it's amazing how good it works. I think the principle is that the oxygen flows up through the outer shell, is released right where the smoke is emerging, and fully combusts the fuel remaining in the smoke. Uh, if the fine folks at Fratelloni's don't already sell some version, they probably will. Good would, luck, Ray. Wouldn't your eyes have I'm the sorry. mist of a smoke Jeff. from a distant fire? Yeah, they would. I got that reference. Got it. Um, Harvest fire. The, uh, I've got your information about the sugar beet. Yeah. Yes. Uh, pre-pile harvest begins in early September. The sugar beet root is then harvested with a pinch wheel harvester, which pinches the root and lifts it from the soil. See, it's in the ground. The sugar beet harvester also separates some soil and conveys the sugar beet into a truck to be transported to a receiving station. That's how you get the sugar beet. Okay, as long as we're here. Yep. Explo- we go down some weird roads. Sugar know, beet is a conical white I want to know flesh. what... What are they for? They're not beets like you eat in the from the no, grocery. No, it's to make sugar. What is a sugar beet? American Sugar Beets Association. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, the sugar beet is a, a root that flourishes. Okay, we don't care about that. Uh, we don't care when they're planted. What do they do? Some sugar beet bands you might recognize. Okay, are Crystal Sugar, Holly Sugar, Western. Well, so they're turned into sugar. They're made into sugar. Uh, they're also the 40th most valuable crop in the United States. Well, what are beets? They're different, apparently. No, no, dumb dumb. No, beets are the beets are red, right? Oh Jesus! Beets. Let's look at what beets are, because beets are different. They don't tell me what. Rachel writes. I listened with interest uh, to Wednesday's podcast while you all teased Kenny about his sadness at missing the corn harvest. I enjoy the banter among your crew, but I was struck by how little farming knowledge was present in the room. I always naively assumed that you as mayor and keeper of common sense had some knowledge of how farming works. I was sadly mistaken. I grew up on a farm, went to college in the metro area, and happily returned to the farming community I grew up in, married a farmer, raised a family on the farm. I'm happy to say our son and his family follow in our footsteps. When I was young, if you didn't live on a farm, your grandfather did. Holidays would find your family picking eggs, playing in the loft of the barn, watching grandpa milk cows, etc. The next generation maybe had a cousin or uncle who lived on the farm, and once a summer you would head back to the country for a taste of the good life. Yeah. These days most people have never been on a farm and don't know anyone who lives on a farm. I understand. I wouldn't really care except these people who have no working knowledge of farmers or farming are telling us how to grow our crops and raise our livestock. These are the people who have lost touch with nature. Harry Truman said no man should be allowed to be president who doesn't understand hogs who hasn't, or who hasn't been around a manure pile. I think Harry had a point. I know where you can find some hogs, and I'm pretty sure we can find a pile if you care to come and learn. From the prairie land of southwest Minnesota, Rachel. Well, Rachel, uh, I, I take your admonishment, but I certainly would not be among those uh, telling you how to raise crops or raise animals. That's not me. And, 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 and Rachel... 
Growing yeah. up, I had two friends who lived on farms and spent a lot of time on farms. So how do you like that? Yeah, we're working the land. Well, you didn't. No, I've never Quite been, seriously, I've never been you didn't, but I, I did. No I did. I, I, I grew up on a farm. Right. Yeah, and you were absolutely no help yesterday. Well, I, I was just at, at, I was viewing the conversation from afar because I love watching Kenny squirm. <clears throat> the farm life. That's what, all we were doing yesterday is giving Kenny a hard and time. And by the way, she is right, though, because one of the things that always amazes me, we, we so we have one day at the state fair every year where she, the bride brings the boys and we, we make it a day yeah. when we're out there doing the shows. And I'm always floored by... How many people we when we walk by, whether it's the FAA building or whatever, and you see these people that look like they've never seen a goat before? Well, people have lost sight of. Nature. I just I, it floors me every yeah. single year. Yeah. See, I want to remind you about this My Pillow mattress topper from Mike Lindell. My Pillow. Yeah. Uh, it'll save you the cost of a new mattress. It'll remake your bed for you. Well, it won't make the bed like you have to do that. Right. But it's three layers designed to provide support and distribute body weight and regulate the temperature. Zippered removable cover is also washable and dryable. Um, they have a 10-year warranty, a 60-day money-back guarantee, and they come in seven sizes from Twin to Cal King. And uh, Mike has a great, officer, uh, great offer to uh, GL Podcast listeners now through December 31st. Save 30% on any MyPillow mattress topper and get two My Standard Pillows. MyPillow Standard Pillows when you enter the promo GL at checkout. 30% off and two standard MyPillows. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the Mattress Topper button on the homepage, and enter the promotional code GL at checkout. This guy has seen more urban wildlife than a DNR field agent with a Ph.D., Joe Souchere. Reavers. Yes, sir. Travis uh, writes, since you guys are featuring local or independent talent for your bumper music, can you list the artists of the songs you use? You keep playing what sounds like a great tune by Johnny Holm, and it's driving me crazy that I can't figure out what the song is called. What is it? The lyrics go, long about April, you can see it in people's eyes, they're tired of winter, blah, blah. Yeah, we just played it today, I think. Let's it's see. Let's the see. land of bugs and no, that's, that's not it. All right, let's try this one. Minnesota Summer Nights. That's it. Minnesota Summer Nights. Yeah, this one. This is the Johnny Holmes song. Mm-hmm. Okay, Travis, you got that. That may be a cool feature, actually. Well, why don't you do that? When's Author's Nobody Corner appearing? It's it's up. We talked about this yesterday. I thought what you said Friday. Yeah, I said it would be up by Friday. Is it up? Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> You're gonna have to come over and help me how to do it. Yeah. Uh, in fact, today we need to put something we in should, there. Do you want to put up our our guest for next week? Yeah. Because I don't think, was he up there already? The book's been mentioned, but not the fact that we're going to have Amor Towels on the show, author of A Gentleman in Moscow, mm-hmm. be on Halloween Day with us on that podcast. <laughs> so will you come over to the hovel? Of course. You want the Ray of Hope? Yeah, I do. What did you, how did you sell this again? What did you? What do you mean? What did you say this Ray of Hope was? A I day, didn't tell you yet. No, you had categorized it as well. A, I think we it, it's a, it's a very peaceful one given the state of the country right now. Okay. A lightning strike ignited a massive inferno Tuesday night at the 150 year old First Baptist Church in Wakefield, Massachusetts. It destroyed everything except one thing. A painting depicting Jesus standing in a white robe with hands bearing the marks of crucifixion crucifixion extended survived nearly untouched and only a few drops of water on it. The painting hung just inside the church's front doors. 
But wow. the church was destroyed. Just, but not this painting. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just you, saying. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You got to believe. I'm just you don't saying. Believe, no, I'm just believe. saying. It's a beautiful sign of hope and a reminder that Jesus is with us. Church member Maria Kakolowski, uh, one of your people, yeah. told Boston 25, I am personally just taking it as a sign and a reminder uh, that that Jesus, the Christ we serve, is still alive. And even though our church building is gone, our church is here. Crews began dismantling the remnants of the historic building Wednesday morning. There is no official cause of the fire. However, residents nearby said they saw lightning hit the church's steeple. Mm. The fire was reported after powerful thunderstorms rolled through the greater Boston area. In a statement, church officials expressed their gratitude. No parishioners were hurt and thanked the fire department for battling the seven-alarm blaze. Mm-hmm. We know uh, we know that as we serve a God who specializes in restoring brokenness and who can bring beauty even from ashes, they wrote, so we move into the future with trust, hope, and gratitude. Interim pastor Norm Bendroth told Boston 25 that he was settling down to watch the Red Sox beat the Dodgers in the World Series on Tuesday night when he saw a fireball in the sky. It just went up like a tinderbox. If a building built in 1870, it's a building built in 1870, and it's a balloon style. So once the fire starts, you know the whole building just went up quickly. Mm. According to the National Register of Historic Places, the Italianate structure was constructed around 1872 and rebuilt in 1912 after a fire. The estimated damage is more than a million, with the town's fire chief, Michael Sullivan, telling the Boston Globe the extent of the fire on arrival was just too great for us to stop it. He added, it's a shame. It's a beautiful church. We feel bad about that, but there was absolutely nothing we could do. And I saw the picture of Jesus, untouched. Wow. Come on, I'm just saying. Uh, uh, you know. No, I'm just you saying. You don't believe, you got to believe. No, you don't have to. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. But see, this is the part where you think about God and all that stuff and what He does, and so lightning strikes the church. Mm-hmm. We lose the the church and all of its history, mm-hmm. but we save this this painting. Why go through all the trouble? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Well, you know, as God in other said, words, in other words, why? In other words, you're assigning blame for the lightning strike on uh, on God. Yeah, I'm wondering what his plan. Blame. I don't want to say blame. I'm wondering right, what I'm the gonna, plan. I was. don't think God. I'm going to go. Over I don't here. think he's consulting yeah. Dave Dahl. <laughs> you know, I think if there's a lightning storm, God has nothing to do with it. You know, he's behind the curtain, the Wizard of Oz. Curtain. Not, like, there's nothing to do with. He's it. telling the angels. Hang on a sec, I'll be right back. Yeah, I gotta, and you know, I gotta throw a nobody, lightning bolt. Nobody died or anything like that, but he said, We're gonna zap the church yep. and we're gonna maybe that's it. All this, the church is gone, but this painting was saved. So you know, sometimes more. sometimes, Rook, uh, it, it's worth it uh, just to not overanalyze something. I'm just pointing it out as a as an interesting factoid. The entire church is disintegrated, but not that picture. You're not just, that I, I guess, you're I'm just, just saying. saying. I'm just you're, saying. You're just saying. I'm just saying. Make of it what we make of it what you will. I'm trying. I'm trying to figure it out. You don't have to. It's, it doesn't. It just doesn't, let it happen. It just doesn't bear over indulgence. Just don't worry about it. Got it. I'm just saying the picture survived. You know? uh, they're going to sell the painting. I have. They probably put it in the new church if they rebuild. Don't you think? I, well, I hope so. Uh, Reeves, we're going over to the hovel and we're going to get on author's corner. Sounds good. Really? All right. Yeah. And we'll see you tomorrow. One day closer to <laughs> Halloween. Let's find us at uh, garagelogic.com. Apple iTunes. Don't forget to rate us. If you don't know how, just go ahead and fire off an email. 
will show you all you need to know. And don't forget to go to garagelogic.com to check out the future of Authors Corner and some of the Garage Logic comics that uh, our wonderful, wonderful uh, author has done, Greg Holcomb. See you next time, garagelogic.com. <laughs>